It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. We just cut the roof off the, the hatch and yeah. welded it onto the. This shit looks onto so the, good. See, looks, why can't y'all do that more? Stop wrapping your cars. Like style's real important to us. It's, it's what brought me to drifting. When drifting first like came to the states, it kind of had like a weird, almost like negative connotation to it. People were just like, "Oh, you're just driving reckless." I'll be honest. I'm not a fan of matte paint jobs whatsoever. Yeah, I'm not really. Like, either. I hate it. Any car, yeah. it doesn't matter. I was in like church parking lots, like trying not to get caught, and there were these big light poles, and I would like try and like figure eight in between the light poles. I want to see I more style want. events come I up. Yeah. I want more style stuff. Like I want to see more comps, not necessarily like have a horsepower cap, but that are geared towards cars with 400-ish horsepower, 500-ish horsepower, because that's all you need. Like, I recommend 350Zs a lot. Yeah. Just go buy a 350Z. They said that I couldn't do it, so I went and did it, did it. W's only, you know I've been. Welcome back to the number one drift podcast on YouTube. I am Dawson and we have today uh, Chase Garrett. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into it, don't forget to subscribe. So look below the video. If that button is still red, go ahead and click it and hit that bell notification while you're at it. So you never miss an episode. Uh, but of course, if you do want to be on the podcast, whether you're you feel like you're a big or small guy, it doesn't matter. The, uh, email me at thecircleofdrift at gmail.com. Just make sure to put the subject as Drift Resume so I can organize it. But other than that, uh, if you want to be the highlight of the outro, go ahead and make a reel of your car or something like that. Tag me in it. And the one with the most likes at the end of the week gets the highlight. But that's all I got for the intro. That was a little bit longer. I apologize. But if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit, tell us who you are, where you came from, stuff like that. Cool. Yeah. Um, my name is Chase Garrett. Um, my Instagram is FC pilot. Um, I should probably change that because people in person are like, are you FC pilot? Dude, I'm I'll like, say ah. this right now. If <laughs> in anyone out there, if you're aspiring to do anything on social media, never use your car as your Instagram name. You're, you're locked in yeah. from then on. You can't ever change cars. Yeah. So but yeah, I would change that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chase Garrett. Um, I'm from Texas originally, uh, but I now live in Utah. I've been uh, living in Utah for I think like 12 years. Um, and yeah, been drifting for about 12, 13 years now. Um, driving RX-7 FC. Um, grew up on S chassis, switched over to FCs. I like them a lot. Um, and yeah. They don't often see that going from S chassis to FC. Yeah. Uh, S chassis guys are like pretty loyal. Like normally they're yeah. just like, these are the best cars ever. <laughs> you know? Which they like... Arguably, I do, I do like SJ. They're and they're very like. I will still say the cars are junk. I don't well, yeah, but they're the very they're they're very easy to drive drift cars because yeah. they're like it's like that 
perfect weight balance. The 50-50, you sit like directly in the center of, ca- in, of the car. Um, the pivot point is like right in the center of the car. So like getting them sideways and keeping them sideways, it's really, they're real comfortable sideways. Yeah. Whereas the FC, you're sitting further back toward the rear wheels. The pivot point of the car is moved back toward the rear, rear wheels. So they're a little more like you have to work a little harder yeah. to get it sideways and keep it sideways. Um, so it's, but I don't know. I kind of like it. You kind of almost have to be a little more aggressive with it. Um, yeah. But with that being said, I don't know. Like, I feel like an FC would be a, a harder car to learn with. Like an, an S chassis is, is pretty, um, is pretty forgiving, you know, um, when you're learning. That's what yeah. I learned. S chassis is like that outdated cheat code. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and 350 Z is the new one. Yeah. Exactly. Is. <laughs> but, crazy. Yeah. So, all right, then give me, like, on the FC, what is it that you personally enjoy more than the S chassis? Like, what is it about the car that just... Uh, Well, the styling of the car I, I really Fair like. Enough. So, <laughs> like, like, and S chassis are cool, too. And S chassis, they're... Which one is your favorite? Which S chassis is your favorite? Uh, pro- well, probably an S15, but S13s, like S13 hatch, I really like those. Fair. Um, okay. I've had like six or seven S13 hatches. Coupes are the best. Yeah, I never had like but, I. No. I like coupes too. I just I never ended up owning one. I just always for whatever reason had hatches. I have had yeah. like six or seven of them. Um, and 14s are cool too. But S chassis are really like uh, they're kind of timeless. Like they still even to this day like look pretty modern. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the FC is very like has a very era specific look. Like it looks like a car yeah, from the eighties or nineties. You know what I mean? Eighty six vibe. Yeah. Just like yeah every yeah. other car from the eighties did. Mm-hmm. Like hard, like real aggressive lines, the pop-up lights, all that. Um and so I like the look of them a lot. It remind it reminds me of like a like Gundam wing. Like a Gundam. Okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's yeah. they're I was never they're, really into that, but yeah. But they're like they're just real they're more aggressive looking, I guess, than S thirteens, I think, like the body lines. They're not as like smooth and flowy. They're real like Super hard lines. Sharp and to and, the point. Mm-hmm, <laughs> exactly. No, nah, FCs. I personally love the FCs more than the FDs. I, yeah. I, God, y'all are going to hate me. <laughs> That's going to be a clip. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, like, I love FDs. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But the FC has just always hit it on the mark for me as far as body style goes. Mm-hmm. It, it just looks better. Yeah, they're cool. Like, FDs are cool, too. But again, FDs really flowy, like... You yeah. know, like body lines and FCs, like super, super aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. It's a stretched out Miata. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. Well, t- give me a give me a little rundown on the FC then. Like what what all is done to it? Where so is mine, it where my, was it? Yeah, so my FC's uh, it's kind of a Frankenstein car. So it started life as a convertible, um, and when back when I got it, FCs were super cheap. I go, I want to say I paid like. I think I paid 1500 bucks for it. Um, and it was like running and driving a pretty nice convertible. Um, but somewhere online, I think it was like on RX seven club, I saw a rendering of an FC coupe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, that's cool. And so I think that, so that same year I went to, um, import face off in Vegas and I met this guy, Joel, who had built an FC coupe and he had his FC coupe there. And I was like, you know, like in awe of it. I was like, this is yeah. the coolest thing ever, you know? And, and his, his car is really nice too. Um, and so I talked to him and he was like, yeah, man, you should build one. They're cool. Like it's really not that hard. And so he kind of gave me the rundown of, of the process. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. 
so yeah, we just, we cut the roof off of, I bought another, um, FC shell for like, I don't remember, like $300 when <laughs> yeah. they were super cheap, you know, um, out crap on the yeah. bottom. And so I, we just cut the roof off. Um, so you, you cut the roof off and then you take the doors from the hatch as well mm. and the doors bolt right up and you got to do some, you know, measuring for the roof and stuff. Um, but the windshield frame is all the same. Um, so yeah, we just cut the roof off the, off the hatch and yeah. welded it onto the, shit looks onto so the, good. Uh, convertible yeah and it looks it looks super cool i don't know why they didn't make them from the factory like the, S, the s13s they have the hatch on the coop yeah. why didn't they just do that take, with the just take the roof from the fucking yeah the hatch throw it on there real quick yeah. make a coop yeah extra money and it looks super cool um so yeah so we did the coop conversion um in my car i left the rotor unit for i think like three or four years and drifted with just that NA. yeah mm-hmm. okay um Go, and go uh, 100 horsepower yeah and it was fun like it's enough <laughs> to you know have fun there it's you know you got to work to keep it in drift yeah, and stuff but left legs killing you yeah and, you, and yeah and keep the momentum up but um but yeah so we had that for a while and then the uh the coolant seals went um and really that's probably just my negligence because like <laughs> i didn't really know anything back then like when i when i made the switch from s chassis to fcs like i i was hesitant because like i had always wanted an fc because i liked mm. the way they look but I was always hesitant because I was like, I don't know anything about rotaries. Yeah. And so I just, yeah. I didn't do it for a long time. And then when I, I got rid of my, the last S13 I had, I was like, man, like I want, I want an FC. And so I ended up doing it anyway. Um, the rotary is fun. Coolant seals, uh, blue. Um, so I put a, uh, a 5.0 302 out of a Fox body Mustang in it. Okay. And I had that for like a couple years and then kind of just wanted more power. So eventually went with the LS and the internet's going to fry me for that because <laughs> everybody hates on LSFCs. But, but if you haven't driven one, they're, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Like it's, I, I put the LS in it and after driving with it for a while, I was like, man, why didn't, why didn't I do this like years ago? This yeah. is awesome. I had a kid from, uh, up North come on that had an LS in his FC. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, hate it or love it. It works. Yeah. Like it's, it's fun. It, you can't ever beat it. So, okay. So tell me what's, what all's done to the LS then. So it's, it? so it's pretty basic. Yeah. It's a, it's a five, three out of like a Tahoe. Yes. Um, and we did a bigger cam. It's just a comp cam. Um, I, I, I'm trying to remember, I think it's just called their like NSR drift cam. So it's mm-hmm. just like a high RPM cam. Yeah. Um, and then we did, um, did dual valve springs, um, some ARP hardware. Um, and then that's pretty much it. And then it's just all factory, uh, LS one stuff. So factory LS one heads, LS one intake, <laughs> Front drive dude, accessories. I feel like it's just, just deja vu. It's like yeah. <laughs> dude, it's the, the go-to plan the for an LS. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good recipe. Yeah, and it's and it's fairly cheap, easy to do, and it works. The one thing that's that's weird and kind of cool about the, the LSs is like all of the um, like all of the accessory hardware, mm-hmm. like it's all the same bolts. So like when you're and it's funny because it's like I like I feel I kind of feel like a redneck when we're building them because it's like you can just take all the bolts out and like toss them in yeah, a bucket. Everything goes in a bin. Yeah, and yeah, then it's just, when you're putting it back you together, you're just like take it out of the bucket and like it's so weird because yeah. I'm used to. You know, the like, Z's are kind of the same way. Really, there's a lot of the same exact bolts all the way around that's, the car. That's nice. So I, I just do the same shit. I, I feel like a lot of bucket. <laughs> a lot of Japanese stuff, the older Japanese stuff, like the you know the rotary stuff and like S chassis stuff. Everything's different bolts. So yeah. like you got to be very aware of like, okay, this is for the water pump. This is for the whatever. That's when you, you really know. start labeling Ziploc baggies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like with the, with the LS, it's just like, oh, toss them in the bucket and, you know, so it's cool. It's, and they're super easy to work on. Um, and they, they fit in an FC like 
really well. Like for mm. whatever reason, the FC has like a huge engine bay. Oh yeah, which is weird because the rotaries are so small, They're fucking tiny. Yeah, but um, but yeah, the LS is like you have tons of room to work on the sides. I have tons of room up front if I wanted to, you know, add a charger or whatever mm. or big fans. Um, yeah, it's got the Taurus fans. That's a cheater fan too. It's yeah. like a five thousand CFM fan from yeah. like a Ford Taurus that you can get the, get at the junkyard. So, um, oh so yeah, yeah. Is it? A, it's a clutch fan, right? Or is it electric? No, it's electric. It's electric. Yeah. Okay. I've heard of people doing that yeah. before. Yeah, they're. I don't even How remember. How big is the fan? It's like like a fifteen inch, like that bit. Yeah, about that. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I yeah. have on the on the RB. Yeah, just one fifteen. Yeah, which is probably a bad idea. But, <laughs> but we'll does it stay out. cool? I don't well, know. Maybe, yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the Taurus fan works great, man. It pulls like, and it's and it does pull a lot of amperage. It's like I think it's like forty amps or something. Um, mm. but yeah, but it, there's, and there's two settings. There's like a low speed and a high speed. Um, but I just have the high speed like wired into just all the time. Yeah. It's just all, always on full blast. But, um, but yeah, my car stays pretty cool and I really have, have issues with it. Um, and then other than that, it's just like a fortune auto suspension. Um, the rear end is the factory T2 diff and axles just welded, welded diff. There's um, a lot of issues with the rear ends on those. I think the NAs are everyone says are glass and they don't yeah. they don't last very long. Um, but I haven't had any issues with the T two stuff other than everything's expensive now. Like the discs well, yeah, and axles are like yeah. ridiculous. So like if I break an axle, I'm like, but um, but apparently the so Mazda nine two nine axles. If you get two driver side Mazda nine two nine axles, it's like the same as the no shit uh, the FC t2 axles yeah oh. so i haven't tried them yet but that's my plan if i break an axle yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get some of those well if any of you have tried it let us know in the comments if it yeah. works some people and i yeah and i'm actually really curious because some people say you need a spacer like mm -hmm. a, a an axle spacer but i've heard other people say that you don't you it's like direct bolt on so i don't maybe someone can let us clarify know if, that, if that works let or us not. know <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so how much did the the full swap you think cost like all together um i did it pretty cheap probably uh, about maybe 10 grand maybe a little less that um, seems to be about the, the going rate yeah the the block was like 500 bucks um and the then iron block you said yeah iron okay. block yeah um or you said five three so yeah yeah and then every yeah everything else i'd yeah i'd say about that and then the so it's a t56 trans which that was actually the bulk of the money yeah uh, from the swap was the, you haven't had any issues out of that no so i got it That's um good. i got it for a super good deal actually that it was broken it was like missing reverse um and there was some other issue i think the little pin um in the shifter was like missing or something but so i got it for pretty cheap um and then just had it rebuilt nice and so i ended up spending about the same amount if i were if i would just like bought a new one you know mm -hmm. um but but yeah it's all rebuilt and so basically I, brand new. Like one thing that I've always been curious with is with the amount of like stuff that people go through to rebuild the LS and put all the gaskets and everything on mm -hmm. there. Do, how much is a crate engine? Like, wouldn't it just, it, it'd it's, probably be cheaper it's close. just to go ahead and buy the crate close. engine. Yeah. I think, uh, I'm not sure what the, what the prices are now for like a LS three or something. It's probably around seven or eight K. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you can go up if the crazier you get, but yeah, I want to say it's maybe like eight grand for a crate engine. Um, so that mm. plus a T56, it's pretty, it's pretty dang close. Yeah. Um, so yeah. 
Hmm. I should have just done that. Dang. <laughs> I mean, the more I talk to people, it's like, dude, it just, you really, it, you might as well just spend the extra money. It just seems less just expensive at first because you're like, oh, it's only 500 bucks for a block. Yeah, like, but how many know. more years is it going to last you? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Thing. So it's like, and especially yeah. with the S550s and stuff now, dude, un- unreal. Yeah. And the S650 topping there's, it off with the drift button and shit. There's so many good drift chassis now that are like, like, dude, like back in the day, like when I first got into drifting, there was like S13s, FCs, and like A86s. What year? And like that's ran- it. Year range was that? When I got into drifting? Yeah. Probably 04. Well, when when I started drifting, I'd say probably 08, but I got into drifting 03, 04 ish. Okay. Like, you know, started being interested in it and watching yeah, videos like and whatever. Introduced. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back then it was, yeah, I was like, and then 350Zs, but they were still kind of like pretty expensive because they were yeah. they were pretty new back then. Odd to see on track. Yeah, What's yeah. A new car. What everybody, are you doing? Mm-hmm. everybody was in S13s, S14s, um, FCs, and yeah, like some A86s. Those were still kind of rare too, but, um, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Man. Guess just buy the crate engine, man. I don't yeah. Know what to tell you. Yeah. It's or a good just choice. don't go LS. Be be cool. Go <laughs> RB. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how long have you had that car physically? Um, about ten years, eleven years. Okay. Yeah. So it's I've it's had it for pro- a while. Keeps progressing. Yeah. I'm a big fan of like just sticking with a car or a chassis. Like mm-hmm. that's why I was with S13s for so long. I just I liked them a lot, and I was like, well, I don't need a new car. I don't need a new chassis. Like Zs are cool. You know, this and that's cool, but whatever this is what I got. Yeah. So, you know, because <laughs> um, a lot of guys now, I like, I see a lot of people like changing, like they'll have one car and then they'll get rid of it and get another car and then get rid of it and get another car. And like, that's cool, I guess, you know, drive a bunch of cars, but I get to attach. Yeah. I'm the same it. way. I just yeah. like, I like this car. It's been with me for 10 years. Like, why yeah. would I get rid of it? You know, oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel about my car, man. So it's how, been, okay. Been, been so you lot. said 11 years, correct? Yeah. Okay. How long has the LS physically been in? Um, three years. Three years. Yeah. Okay. So it's fairly. You're still fairly new to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna do anything like more to it, or is it? Yeah, I want to do. It'll be simple. And I, I didn't want to do like a crazy big power setup. Like I really just wanted to drive. Like I just wanted a reliable setup that I could drive all the time, yeah. which is basically is what it is. And I and it dynoed like around three fifty to the wheels. It was like three forty something. Um which is like plenty of power, plenty of torque. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to get it, I think I'm going to do just like a, a bigger intake and throttle body. I want to just put it like right at 400. Yeah. Like I'm good with that, you know. I feel like that's a, plenty of power. Pretty much any track I go to, I can shred with 400 horsepower. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, and, and I and I feel like it'll still be pretty reliable, just 400 horsepower. Oh, on an LS, yeah. 400 yeah. is perfect. Um and I ha- I actually have a pro charger for it. I just haven't put it on. I need, <laughs> I got to buy like brackets and stuff. It was like a hand-me-down pro charger from oh, okay, my yeah. old boss. And, uh, That's cool. and so, yeah. And so, um, I just don't have the bracket, bracket stuff and an inter- I need to get an intercooler too. So I don't know, but you know, so that might come How in the future. Sell for? Uh, like five grand, I think something like that. It's a, it's a, just sell it and that'll pay for all the, yeah, maybe. Stuff. Yeah. It's like a first, I think it's like a first gen pro charger setup for an LS. Okay. Um, so it's a little older, but, but yeah, Somebody they, on they a still, buy yeah, it. they still sell for, you know, for like, yeah, four or five grand. Um, Damn, so yeah, I could, I could probably do that too, but 
I don't know. For thought, you know? It's just it's sitting on the shelf at a shop, yeah. at the shop. <laughs> so like, you know, we'll see what happens, but, um, but yeah, but it's been reliable, man. It's, it's, you know, I change the oil and like make sure all my fluids are good and it just rips. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good old seat time car. Yeah. Which can't be Dallas again. <laughs> <laughs> it's the king. Uh, all right. So is, is that car actually wrapped or is it sprayed? No, it's painted, um, but the the livery is is vinyl. Boy, yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, we I, I painted it. It was the first car I actually painted. Nice, so it was cool. Nice. Yeah, the same with the Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it came what, out pretty good. What color is that? Is that like a factory? No, it's color? a it's a Summit Racing color. I went on Summit, oh. and it's like their little like single stage, and it's it's super cheap. It's like a hundred bucks for a gallon. Damn. Yeah, and so that's why that's why I did it because I was like, dang, this is cool, and it's metallic. Huh. And so yeah, how much is their white? Oh, I don't know. Probably, probably, probably the same. Cheap. I think I think they're all about the same. It's all like around a hundred bucks for a gallon. Because they're Summit White, like there's just the normal work truck Summit White. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. dude, so good. Yeah, I love it. And, and the have... Z, I don't know what it is, but a Z hits different in white. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I like them in black too. I like them in black. See, white. That's what... I don't yeah. like them in like black. Is alright. I feel like they look weird in red and that blue that they came in was like, I don't know. I wouldn't be a fan of that blue. Yeah. But it I think they look good cheap. in like neutral colors, like white, black. I think they look good in like a gunmetal gray too, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a Z fan though. I love Zs. Like they're they're cool cars. They sound horrific, but yeah, anyway. you can fix that though. Arguably, <laughs> I dude, I'll say it on every podcast if I have to. VQ is the best V6 on the planet. Yeah. I Argue agree with me. That. I dare you. They're solid. They sound like shit, but every V6 does. Yeah, that's true. They're solid. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I don't I don't know what it is. They're they're amazing. Yeah, but so uh, the paint though. Yeah. Um. So yeah, summer racing. It's just a single stage. Yep, single stage. Did you put just, any flake in it or anything? No, it came. Uh, it came metallic, and we oh, just, okay. yeah, you just dump it in the gun and spray it. It was super so easy. No clear, super nothing. Ch- no, just no. Did it in savage. like a couple hours. It was great. Dude, and it see, looks, why it can't y'all great. do that more? Stop wrapping your cars. Yeah, it's so much easier to paint. Like, I so funny story. Before I painted it, I got some vinyl wrap from a buddy of mine in Salt Lake City, and it was like this pink metallic color. And I was like, that's mm. cool. And he just gave it to me because it was like laying in his shop, and it was definitely enough to wrap the whole car. And so I was like, yeah, I'll just wrap it myself. Cool, no big deal. Dude, I spent like probably four hours trying to wrap one fender. Yeah. And I was like, and I finally like finished it and I like st- stepped back and look at it and I was like, man, s- screw <laughs> this, dude. This was way too much. I'm work. not gonna, I kind of like, like wrapping it. Like it's, 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 it's a fun process to me, dude, you but see, I love painting. Yeah. Cars more, yeah. You see more. people wrap cars on the internet and they make it look so easy and then you try and do it. And yeah. like, maybe if you had a couple people helping you, it'd probably go you by have to a have really good vinyl. That's, maybe that's, that's it the, too. Like, good, but dude, good I was just like struggling and I was like, no way I can do the whole, it's going to take me like a month to do the whole car. <laughs> Like, fuck this, you know? And so, yeah, I, I scrapped that plan pretty much immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> After that yeah. one fender, I was like, nope. Yeah. Peeled it off. I was like, eh. The work to satisfaction scale is yeah. just way more yeah. satisfaction when you're painting a car. Yeah. Yes. Even if it turns out like, you know, very orange peely or whatever. Yeah. It's like, this is still cool. It's yeah. real paint. But it, it doesn't just peel off. And like my like like mine came out pretty good. There wasn't like much orange peel or anything, but. Um, there's like 
there's one spot that's like a pretty big imperfection because I was it was on the trunk. I was spraying the trunk and some water like dripped out of the hose mm. and I didn't notice it and I came back over it and then like after the fact I was like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, oh no. And so anyway, I just left it. But but you can't tell. Like if if you look at it close, you know, you can tell. But yeah, but in yeah. pictures and you know from from five feet away, it looks great. And I like the color. The color's really cool. It's like our little like team. Well, actually, I'm the oddball. I painted I painted my car the wrong orange, oh, but it's like, dear. but it's like the better orange. My my boys are gonna hate me for that, but, <laughs> but theirs is like a habanero. Um, it's actually a Prius color, so it's like a pearl habanero paint. Oh, and I did mine the summit metallic orange because yeah. I wanted metallic, and I and to be honest, I thought it was gonna be a little closer to that color, but it's not. It's like it's way darker. It's like more of like hmm. a burnt orange almost, and theirs is like a like a traffic cone. Like a highlighter like, orange, yeah, almost. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's why we're it's a little bit different, but whatever. yeah, same thing. Okay, all right. Well, tell me a little bit about the team then. Uh, when did the when did the team start originally? Uh, when did we start? Um, probably. So, so I moved to Utah in like twenty ten or twenty eleven, somewhere around there. Had my FC. Um, Met one of my buddies who also had an FC. That's how we met. He was like, hey, I got an RX-7 too. We should kick it, like whatever. And so we we were working on the FCs together. Um, and we ended up going to um, Vegas drift events like all the time. Like, because Vegas was like the closest track. It was like, we're like an hour and a half from Vegas. Yeah. Um, and so we would go to events all the time. And it kind of got to the point where it's like, why don't we just, like, we should just go together because we're always going basically together. Um, and so we just kind of like, we were like, we should be like a little team, you know, or whatever. And then, um, our, another driver that we met from Vegas Mm -hmm. that we were really close with just kind of, we all started hanging out and doing things together and going to events together. So it kind of just like, I don't know, organically formed, you know, the team. And then we were like, we should, you know, figure out a name. And like, I don't even remember who said it. Um, but we were just tossing name ideas around and like scoundrels, like, stuck out and it's like hey, yeah that's that's cool we're the scoundrels you know yeah um and so yeah and then we just kind of went with that i made like a little logo and we started like selling shirts and like stickers and stuff um and yeah and then have y'all made a biz like an llc for yeah this stuff? yeah okay, we have cool. scoundrels motorsports yeah, yeah. which is what dude, the, which I, is what I the tell drift school all that all the time yeah like if you're if you want to get into drifting, try and start an llc with yeah. it just it's sell easy. a couple t-shirts dude your yeah. whole car is marketing yeah you yeah, have to write so everything off. So that's what what the drift school operates under is Scoundrels Motorsports. Yeah. So it's kind of the same. Um but yeah, and then we we kind of decided uh actually pretty recently to paint our cars this like a similar color and do a matching livery um cuz mm. for a while our cars we didn't really look like a team. They were just all different colors. They were, you know, it was, it was different. Um and we really like um like the Japanese style like like I don't know it's it's hard to explain but but Japanese drifting has a very specific style oh yeah um and so like I always watched team orange growing up cuz they were like a big Japanese team back in the day mm. um and so we we decided on orange and then we wanted to do like matching liveries and stuff so we did that um but uh but yeah the Japanese we we like style's real important to us um because like it's it it's Has honestly what yeah it's it's what what like brought me to drifting like i would so like before youtube and all that when i was a kid um i was like i would like download videos on like kazaa and limewire oh yeah of like i would type in like 
Toyota Supra JDM or Along whatever. With all you know? the viruses. Yeah, and, and you'd wait yeah. like four hours, and then you have like a thirty second video of like a <laughs> Supra drifting, you know. And so, <laughs> um, and I always like drift cars have like a very unique style, and even mm. like even still to this day, like you see a car, a drift car, and you can pretty easily very recognize easy that's a drift car, right? Like bit like usually like aggressive wheel fitment, aggressive body kits, yeah. sometimes big wings. Um, cool paint, just very, they have a very unique style. And so that's kind of really what, what brought me into drifting is because I kept getting videos of these drift cars Yeah, and I'm like, they look different than just like a, you know, a street car or like a, a time attack car or whatever. Um, and I really, really liked the style. So as a team, we, we kind of try to emulate that drift style, if that makes sense, yeah. you know, um, that old episode grassroots style. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now, like, and even with, like, the popularization of liveries now, like, that's mm -hmm. a very, like, drift car thing now, too. Like, you don't see, like, the liveries are very unique to drifting, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't really see other uh, forms of motorsport adopting these, like, crazy, cool, like, liveries. Yeah, like, it's some... all very basic liveries so yeah. that if something breaks, it's mm -hmm. easy to put it back together mm -hmm. and it still looks appropriate and yep. stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. I had, um, you, did you see Bayrad's episode? A while um, back, I had him on. I don't think so. And his team is um, anti heroes. Drift oh, team anti heroes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've heard Dude, of them. Dude, they fucking kill it. Yeah. I love their style. We it's drove so good. We drove with them in Oregon a long time ago. It was before all of their cars were like matching. Yeah. But they were still like a, driving together and yeah. stuff. Um, we went to, it's actually one of my favorite tracks. Um, back then it was Jackson County Sports Park, but now it's Affinity Circuit in Oregon. Okay. Um, but we went to like a, a couple of the Bash to the Future events and they were up there and I think they, I can't remember if they won Team Tandem or they did like really well because mm -hmm. they drive, they, they jam, dude. Like they drive oh, really yeah. well. They together. get down. Yeah. And um, I don't remember if they won first or not, but they, they did really well. And we were like, dude, those guys are jamming. Like it was cool to see They're And they've been, they've been a team for a long, lot longer than we have. Cause that, when we went to that event, it was, I'm trying to remember which one it was. I don't remember what number. I think it was like seven or maybe before that. But anyway, um, they had been driving together for a long time. And that was our first kind of like event as like a team. Mm. Um, so that was like cool to see. And it was, it's like inspirational, you know, it's like, dude, oh, we, yeah. need to, we need to get to that level because be it's cool. That. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. They were jamming. Oh yeah. Well, what was some, uh, some other tracks out there that are normally the best for say beginners? Oh man, for beginners, um, parking lots are best for beginners. Well, yeah. But there's <laughs> but, no um, like, there's no like figure eight tracks out there that host beginner days or anything like that. No, I know there's so some stuff out in like Texas area, but yeah. So the so in Texas, when I got into drifting, there really wasn't much. Um, there was events at Mineral Wells Airport, yeah. which was just a big paved area. Um, and I went to a couple of those, but, um, but I moved out of Texas pretty quick, um, after I got into drifting. So, um, I did some stuff in Florida at Orlando speed world. Um, and then Vegas was the next track that I, uh, started drifting at and they have, they have a skid pad there. Um, Very far distance apart. Yeah. Well, I, so I went to school in Florida and then moved back to Texas. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. And then, yeah. And yeah. then, and then moved out to Utah. Um, and then started going to the Vegas events cause we're, we're in like the very Southern tip of Utah. So we're on, like mm -hmm. I said, we're only like an hour and a half from Vegas. 
Um, so they have a skid pad in Vegas. Um, Salt Lake City has events with a skid pad as well. Um, and yeah, around us, that's pretty much it. And then our school, okay. obviously, but yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it. But we've been for a while, like I think in like 2015, 2016, we were traveling all over the place, man. We went to, we went to New Mexico to no coast. We went to hot August nights in Reno. We went to bash the future in Oregon. Um, we went to Apple Valley Speedway in California, yeah. which that's a really fun track too. I want to try there. It's so it's bad. fun, dude. It's like, it's like my probably top it's three. Beautiful. Like, like affinity in Oregon, Apple Valley. And I don't know. Vegas road course is really fun too. Yeah. But, but yeah, Apple Valley's it's, it's cool. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you had to pick out one of those to be the best on, let's say, just the West Coast, which one would it be? I don't know, man. It's a close battle between Apple Valley and Affinity Motorsports. Yeah. Cause, but they're very similar. It's like a big entry, big sweeper, and then it's a tight, you know, tight course. Um, I don't know. I want to say pr- probably Affinity Motorsports Park because it's really? it's very similar to Apple Valley, but there's a section on the uh, on the tight area it's called the roller coaster and it's just like a little elevation change so you're like coming in hot you hit the sweeper tighten it up and then you like the next couple corners there's a there's a small straightaway with an elevation change so you dip down and then there's a big like tight corner and it's really fun to come in super hot Hell yeah. and then like grab e-brake or whatever and like come down the hill mm. and it, yeah it's cool Hell so yeah. apple valley doesn't have that it's it's pretty flat but but apple valley is really fun too nice okay um let's see so what what all cars are it's it's all fcs on your team no so there's two fcs um well three well so the most of the media that you'll see of our team is uh me blaze and our buddy jr um and so me and blaze have fcs jr has a supercharged um 60 s13 um but we all live in the same town and then we have another member um, that's, that lives out in Colorado. His name's Andy. He drives a, an FC two, And he's kind of like, like he's a, he's a member of the team, but he's, it's, it's just weird. Cause we don't, we don't see him as often, which yeah, dude, like we, <laughs> we love the dude and we miss him, but like we live so far away. We don't really get to see each other very often, but yeah, he's out there. You Photoshop him in the picture. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. You know, there you go. Um, but yeah, most of the footage you'll see is like us three. Cause we're always, we're just always together. We live in the same town. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a couple, like three FCs and a, and a two forty. 
Nice. Yeah. Okay. Are all the like uh, engine platforms relatively the same? Y'all yeah. doing yeah, well, LS? I was the oddball for a while, and I, I had the five <laughs> O and the rotary, and everybody was like, you should do LS, LS. And then I finally did it. But it makes a lot of sense because when we're traveling and stuff, like share we parts. have, yeah, we have spare parts. Yeah. And if something breaks. All like, you need is an fun. LS tow rig, so you can just pull off of that. Yeah, we joke about <laughs> that. I was like, I should just get like a, like a Chevy uh silverado and like yeah. so yeah if my buddy breaks, literally did that pull, pull race car parts off and put them on the, yeah on the the, he needed a one of the the filler necks that right ri- that rises up oh yeah, yeah spitting oil out of the dipstick just pulled it off the car yeah, pulled it off the truck threw it on there and he was good to go yeah yeah that's that's pretty smart i should do that then we'd just be all ls everything bro yeah we have a shirt that's on our website that says ls the world <laughs> perfect that's so ironic you're, sit- <laughs> you're sitting here talking the jdm style that's yeah ls yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the motor doesn't matter though you know oh, if you saw if, if you saw my car and didn't know it had an ls in it would you think it had an ls in it no absolutely not that's my point though <laughs> <laughs> i guess yeah gotcha no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you need that sound bite gotcha bitch I think I still have it. I'm a half price hot oh, boy. Oh, 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 that too. Gotcha, bitch. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I ain't used those uh, forever. That's funny. Um, but yeah. So what what do you say is the best part of having a drift team for like just being at events? Like what does it to you is 10 times better than just going hanging out with friends? It's just easier, man. Like it's easier to have people helping you do stuff you know so even just like unloading the cars off of a trailer or loading the cars like someone can guide you on if you need help if Make something breaks you while you're doing or that it, too you know? yeah yeah yeah. just yeah. the vibes you're like the slowest motherfucker yeah. unloading your car <laughs> hurry yeah. up yeah just yeah you know like just two heads are better than one kind of thing you know yeah. like if you break something you need a spare part whatever you got like a team there to help you do things mm-hmm. um so yeah just it makes it and especially in the beginning when we were like first starting to go to events and stuff it was super it made a super huge difference like having someone there to also help so you're not just trying to do everything yourself like you know work on the car change tires drive whatever you know what's what's one scenario that's happened in the past where like the whole team just like dropped everything and jumped on it fixing or whatever it is man there's a lot of them um <laughs> one that stands which out which one is, you want <laughs> yeah one, one that stands out is i don't remember what year it was but we we go to ls fest west every year um because it's in it's in vegas and, and and yeah we just we love that event but um blaze hit the wall in the <laughs> in the like sideshow pit so we had done, we were done drifting oh, for fuck. the day <laughs> yeah and um they were doing like the sideshow stuff and we were like, you should go in there and like show him up, you know? And so he's like doing his thing. And then I don't even remember what Peer happened, but bitch. yeah, but he hit the wall and like bent the front. Uh, I don't even remember what, it, what broke. It's been a while. I think it was like 2015 or something, but, um, broke some stuff. So we, you know, brought him back to the pit, pulled the whole, everything apart we were trying to find someone with a welder that had a welder that we could weld like his knuckle back together and like it was just kind of all hands on deck um and we ended up fixing it and because i think we were we had to drift the next day too or something but um but just stuff like that you know it's Mm -hmm. it's like i said like two heads are better than one kind of thing like if you got a team of guys that's willing to help you if anything goes wrong it's better than just being by yourself and being like well ah shit i'm shit out of luck now yeah yeah yeah. so i get that um and just the vibe and it's and it's fun jamming with your homies you know like mm-hmm. especially when your cars are pretty similar um you can really like 
dude, you can really throw down like some cool, some cool runs, you know? Oh yeah. Do y'all ever plan on going to final bout or anything like that? We'd like to, um, it's just, it's far like, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> um, but they did, they did one in California at, um, I can't remember if it was Willow Springs or what, but, um, but yeah, we, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. We just, we've talked That's about it. That's one of my it's, bucket list goals. Yeah, it's one of those ask, things. Yeah. It's like a bucket list thing, um, but but most of them are like pretty far from us. Mm-hmm. The California one we could probably do, but um, but uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be a track to get all the way up to oh, know, yeah. Virginia or wherever it's at. And then, man, so we got invited to do um, uh, the Bloodmasters event a couple years ago, which was like super big honor. I should have brought it with us, but they, yeah. they send out these like invitations that are like, they're super, super cool. It's like a little case with like red wax, like splattered all over it. It looks like blood and like they maker's seal mark it. bottle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they like stamp it with like a big blood masters, like B and then you open That's it up. Fucking hilarious. You open That's it up. And it's like, like a maker's mark bottle. Yeah. And it's like this big like letter and it's like, you've been cordially invited to blah, 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 blah. Like all this, like old, oh. and like old school writing. And they send you like they a, send you a scroll. Yes. Yeah. And seriously. And it's like a, you have like a Dude, pen awesome. and there's like red ink. And you're supposed to like sign it, <laughs> like like it's like you're signing in blood almost. Like it's dude, it's it was a cool invitation. Like, this is fuck? sick. And so we we dude, couldn't I go because who thought that out? That's awesome. It was it what was a cool, guy. Man. It was and it's and it's and they're like super OG too. So that was like a cool honor for us yeah. to like actually even get invited. Mount this um, bitch on the wall now. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got it at home. Like seriously, it's still in the thing, and it it it's it was cool, dude. Um, but we we couldn't go because it's just like so far. Yeah. You know? Uh, but yeah, but that was cool. So yeah, I don't know. I, it, I would love to like hit more East coast events if we could somehow figure out the budgeting, you know, cause mm. cause fuel right now is crazy. Um, but we all have like tow rigs and trailers and stuff. So we could, you know, we could probably make it happen if we could figure out. Y'all don't have a YouTube channel? Like, we do, doing... but we do, but we don't, we don't post very much on it. Um, yeah, we're just all like, we all have day jobs and like, it's just yeah. super busy. And especially now with the school, I've been trying to post more stuff about the school. Um, but really I need a, I need to hire somebody like a media guy to come do stuff. Oh, like a camera guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, that's literally what I do. Oh yeah. That's my job. I mean, so. editing too though. I mean, editing takes like tons of time, you know? Oh yeah. So we can yeah. talk about that later. Okay, but. cool. So I, I've actually noticed like on your personal Instagram and stuff, mm-hmm. There's a lot of like random builds. I know you said you work at a shop. Yeah. What, so, what shop is it? First of so all? it's called Steve's Hot Rod Garage. Um, and it's a, so the town we live in, it's, it's St. George, Utah. Um, and it's a, it's a relatively like small town. Um, but there's a big like hot rod scene there. A lot of nice old time. dudes with like, with really big money, like hot rods, <laughs> like, and it's cool, you know, and there's like car shows every weekend. And it's funny cause we're, we're kind of slowly starting to like, convert them too because like we've had some hot rod guys yeah because like like you probably remember like when drifting first like came to the states it kind of had like a weird like almost like negative connotation to it like people were just like oh you're just like driving reckless i'll be honest bro i wasn't i wasn't in drifting okay i'm 25 dude okay so you're okay i was freshy about five years ago okay yeah so so you didn't experience that i guess but yeah but that's how it was. Like when I first started getting into drifting, people were like, like what? Like yeah, my parents hated it. Like, like my dad was cool with it. Like he was like, yeah, it's cool, whatever. But like my mom like hated it. She was like, you're just like 
wasting money, like so burning tires, using your car, yeah, you're all, the, tires. all of it, <laughs> like you know, and um, and so and a lot of people are still kind of like that that don't know about drifting, and especially where we're at, because like I said, it's it's a relatively small town, and there's not really, you know, there's no racetrack in town, um, so there's like the hot rod guys and stuff, but to to them, they always kind of thought of that kind of stuff, like, well, that's not racing, you know, and like yeah. you guys are just, you know, they think of like you know, like takeovers kind of almost, you know? And so we're like slowly starting to like show them like, no, this is like a real thing. It's a real motorsport. And we've invited them out to like the, like our little drift clinic days that we do. Mm -hmm. And dude, they see it and they're like, whoa, this is cool. And I've taken some for like rides in my car mm -hmm. and dude, it always like blows their mind. They're just like, oh, yeah. like the one guy in particular was like, same thing. Like he was like, oh, it's not racing and this and that. And then I took it for a ride and he got out and he was like, boy, does that get your adrenaline going? <laughs> and like, he was like, you, you're cooking through there. And I was like, yeah, we're going pretty fast. And he oh, was yeah. like, I didn't realize it was that intense. And like all this. Those and are the best. It was cool. I wish I would have filmed it, dude, because it was so genuine and like, and cool. And, and he just thought, because I guess like, you know, you can watch videos online and, and I guess it looks you know, in some cases, like we're going like pretty slow, like we're just kind of doing like a rolling burnout. Mm. But when you're in the car, it's like you realize how fast you're going and, and same thing like seeing it in person they're like oh shit like you guys are cooking you know yeah. um so it's cool so um so yeah so i work at a hot rod shop um i do like all of the front of front of house stuff so i i handle like the billing and um scheduling and like stuff like that oh cool um so yeah i, I see a lot of like really cool cars come in like you know old corvettes and you know, Mercedes SL gold wings that are like, Dude, super I saw like rare. a mobbed out Monte Carlo or something. Yeah. There's yeah, all sorts of what, stuff. Continental, whatever the fuck yeah, it was. Cadillacs dude. on air ride. Like there's all just all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, it, there's a big hot rod culture down there. Um, so yeah, so a lot of the stuff I'll, I'll post. What's like, one cool of the cars. most like unique builds you've seen come through? Hmm. Well, there's, <laughs> I don't know. That's a hard, that's a good question. Um, I'm sure that's a hard one. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff. So, Right now we've got a uh, a, Mer a fifty six uh, Mercedes SL Gullwing that has an LS in it, and it's so cool. <laughs> it's so what? cool, dude. Did you hear that correctly? It's so cool. I'll, a Gullwing. There's, there's a video of it on my yeah on my uh, on my page, but it's it's cool, dude. Um, but yeah, and then we deal with a lot of Camaros, Mustangs. Another really cool one is a. Uh, like the Shelby Cobras are pretty cool. Yeah. Like the, not the Mustang version, but the, the little like Roadster, mm -hmm. um, Cobras. Those are cool. We, we deal with quite a few of those. Um, trying to think what else that's like wild. Yeah. I don't know. All sorts of stuff. Um, we've got a, we've got a Ford, um, or no, it's a, shoot i don't even remember what kind of truck it is it's like a gmc or something but the dude's putting in like a first gen uh hemi engine with a big huge blower on it and it's massive i think there's a video on my page of it but like the valve covers are like this big and like that wide it's nuts dude um so yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of random cool stuff yeah. that comes through um so yeah but yeah a lot of hot rods how long has that shop been open I think he's been there for a while. I think like 15 years or something like that. 15, 20 years. Um, okay. So they've been there for a while. It's a pretty, it's like a pretty well-known shop in that area. Like we do, and we do everything. We can do anything. We can, you know, do I was about to say, swaps, is it like, is it just paint. hot rod stuff specifically or do y'all dabble in Euro stuff or like? Oh yeah, we don't really do much Euro stuff. It's mainly American yeah. stuff. Um, 
And, and Steve even told me, he's like, I'm, he's like, it's cool if you want to bring like your drift guys here and they, they want work done, you know? Cause yeah. he, he went to uh, a drift clinic day that we went and, and he rode with one of our students actually in his, uh, in his BRZ. And it was kind of same thing. He was like, wow, that was, he was like, he's like, all I know is, you know, like we were going one direction and then he like does something and we're going the exact opposite direction. Yeah. And I thought we were going to crash and like all this, you know? Um, so he thinks it's cool too. Um, but yeah, all Ask the, him to sponsor you. It, yeah <laughs> i'm sure he would like it's 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 if pretty you're cool. serious about getting into drifting true. let's put your name out there true yeah how but, else are they um, gonna know you yeah but yeah we've got like a dyno and all that and we do paint custom paint oh um, builds engine swaps and little stuff too like tune-ups oil changes that kind of stuff yeah but yeah all the hot rod guys anybody that's got like a classic car in st george um you know we've got to have we've some probably sick paint jobs coming out of there yeah yeah there's a lot of a lot of flake, a lot of like, you know, nice flake yeah. stuff. and um, shit. Yeah. Um, That's the vibe. I'm telling you. Yeah. We don't do any, we haven't done any like lowrider style stuff or anything like that though. Like that stuff's really cool. Yeah. Where they I do like do, the, the, what is, like the what is that even called? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Cause it's all like hand. Yeah. Hand done. I, hand I do think we have a guy that can do pinstriping and I do think it'd be really cool to do some pinstriping on a drift car. Like the See, old I've school seen style. Some of them done and it's. It just doesn't suit drifting. Yeah, it looks me. weird. It looks, and plus, I've personally never really liked pinstriping. I okay, think it looks kind of odd. Yeah, uh, especially if I see it on a newer car now, and it's just got the normal. Yeah, like, yeah. Pinstriping down the yeah. door. I'm like, this. It's is definitely got to have stupid. something, some kind of flair to it, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't think I don't know if it would look good on my car because like, I think it would clash with like the livery stuff. But if you had like a clean street car with like some little like pinstriping like accents, I think it would be dope. But I don't know. But I've never seen you it. Like I've never it. seen anybody. Yeah. I've never seen anybody do that. But I don't know. Hmm. But yeah. Well, what's the sickest paint job you've seen come out of there? Because I want to know. Hmm. I don't know, man. Um, we did. This is gonna sound really generic, but we did a paint job <laughs> on a, a Mustang that was black with like gunmetal um, stripes, and it came out super cool, like metal flake gunmetal stripes with like metallic black paint fuck yeah it was cool there was one time because i used to work in a body shop it was nothing fancy yeah like it was just for a dealership we did arguably very bad work anyways but (laughs) there was this blue mustang that we had i think it was a mustang may have been a corvette i don't know but the color i'm not a fan of matte paint jobs whatsoever yeah i'm not really like i hate it on any single any car yeah. it doesn't matter they yeah. just look bad it looks like wrap <laughs> to be yeah, honest it yeah, looks it's like, like plastic it to yeah, me. yeah yeah just, yeah but anyways this color i swear to god it was it was like a metallic blue like navy blue almost mm-hmm. but before clear looked a hundred times better hmm. than it did after clear it lost almost Really? I'd probably say 60% of the flake that was in the paint huh. as soon as you put the clear on, which didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that's weird. And a lot of the color, too. It turned more black. I was like, dude, this is crazy. <laughs> it looked so good before. Yeah, it was like, it's perfect. <laughs> huh. Which is, yeah, I just, I hate matte paint jobs. So. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. I don't like Plasti Dip. I don't like matte black stuff. Like, yeah. It just looks, I don't know. Actually, let me ask you this. So what is... What is one topic that you hear in drifting that is like seems silly to even be a discussion? Oh man, one topic. Um, 
I don't know what other people do with their cars, I guess. Like, that's you know, fair. like it don't, it don't matter. Like, are they out there having fun driving? Like, that's all that really matters. You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm not Nothing sure. specific around the West Coast that you see. Cause like you'll get here like black wheels. I hate black wheels. Oh I'll yeah. All the time. Yeah. I I'm the same way. Anymore. I don't like black wheels at all. I think they look, you just, it's it looks, silly as it fuck, weird. but I it just can't, it gets lost. Well, it's like, I, and I look at it from like a media standpoint, like a, a car, a picture of a car with black wheels. It just looks like a hovercraft. Like you can't even <laughs> see the wheels, yeah. you know, it's like, where's his wheels? That's what I mean. It just gets lost. But I'm, but I'm very like, you know, go, going back to like that drift style, like, like, I'm a big fan of like very bright and vibrant drift cars and paint jobs on drift cars because I feel like drift cars should be, um, should catch your attention. Mm -hmm. So like, like I don't, I'm not a big fan of like black cars. Like I know I said, I like 350 Z's in black, Mm -hmm. but like for drift cars, like I think black drift cars just like, like it's fine, but like they don't really do it for me. Like I think a drift car should be bright as hell. Yeah. It's got to like have really, really eye catching. Con- like Jimmy Oaks does it well with his with his uh, S13, mm-hmm. his coupe, because uh, it's a very deep black, like just mm-hmm. straight black. But it has but a he vibrant threw those highlighter wheels on yeah. it, and it really stands it out. Yeah, you have to have something that's like eye catching, you know, because yeah. you want your car to be recognized on track, at least in my mind, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I'm a big fan of like really bright stuff. So, like with black wheels, it's like it just I don't know, yeah. it doesn't do it for me. So yeah, just doesn't tickle my my fancy. No, <laughs> doesn't tickle your pickle. <laughs> uh, I was just refraining from that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. Well, back to the uh, back to the shop. Uh, yeah. What was like one of the more complex builds that you had come through? Uh, that was like there for fucking ever. Mm. And why? Well, I haven't been there that long. So oh, well, I haven't seen that work. much like big builds come through. Um, but we have a Carmen Ghia right now. That's it's, it's not really that crazy of a build. We're just, rest- we do a lot of like restoration stuff too. Oh, okay. Um, so that thing has been there forever because do it's. Do y'all do acid baths? No. No. Um, we could probably send it off though, but oh, we don't okay. have, we don't do it like in house. Um, but that car, the Carmen Ghia has been there forever just cause it's, it's really hard to find pi- uh, parts for. Um, and when you do find them, you know, however, like if you find something on eBay, you finally like, get it in and you forget where yeah, you exactly, were on the build. <laughs> and so, and there's actually a lot of cars like that. Like any of the older cars, like we've, like we worked on a, a 1946 Studebaker the other day and same thing. Like you can't find parts for a Studebaker, like a yeah, night from no. the forties. Like good luck. Dude. When was the last time you even heard of one? And everything is built out of like wood and like, you know what I mean? Like it's like, it's, it's, it's wild, but, um. So yeah, we've we have a lot of cars that actually have been there for a while because of that. Like it's hard to find parts for them. Mm-hmm. Um and and most guys like like we're pretty pricey. Like we're 125 an hour. Um and so like most guys when they bring their cars, like they they realize it's going to it's going to take a while and it's probably going to be yeah. a lot of money, right? To have us do like a full build. Like it's going to take like a year, right? Um That's crazy. and it's going to be a lot of money. Um so yeah, we do have a lot of cars that that we work on for a long period of time. Yeah. Uh, but like we had a Nova, that's actually probably one of the craziest builds that I've seen come through there is a, a Nova um, that we did same thing, full on restoration, every single thing. Um, and there's there's videos of it on my page. 
Um, but yeah, we did all the, we did custom paint and it wasn't like a crazy paint job. It was just a really bright red, like, like almost like a Ferrari like a red. Candy red almost. Yeah. Um, and he just, he wanted like everything in the engine chromed and like, it's just like you Ooh. pop the hood and it's just chrome. Dude, what is the process? Y'all do the chroming no, in-house or no, send, we it send it off? No, send it off. Yeah. Okay. I'm always curious. How, like, I don't know. What the actual process. I don't know. I don't know what is. the process is either. It's like, I'm not that's sure. obviously, you're not just spraying it. Yeah. There's no, no fucking way. No. I'll have to look it up. I'm curious now that you said if that. If y'all know, <laughs> let me know in the comments. Yeah. Or actually, if anyone does it out there, come on the podcast, email me. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I want to know about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh. but yeah, cool cars, man. There's a lot of cool cars in yeah. St. George, but not Speaking many, chrome, but not many. Chrome wheels for the win. Yeah. Always. Chrome wheels and white wheels. I like, I love white wheels. Dude, actually, speaking of old cars, the FC out there, uh-huh. the the people that I got it from, okay, so it was like, I don't know if I've told this story on, on the podcast, but the people I got it from was a dad and a son, mm-hmm. and they had just got done doing a Miata project. They okay. would like just build cars together yeah. as their little hobby. Yeah. Um, and Dope. they were like, well, let's stick with a Mazda. So they got the, the RX-7. Cool. Once they realized they had a rotary and they had no idea what they were dealing yep. with, that's when they went to sell it. So that's I'm over there. Story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm up at like 8 a.m. on Facebook Marketplace and I see this thing pop up for a grand. And I'm like, uh, I've got nothing to do today. And I was like, I've got money burning a hole in my pocket. Texted the dude. Yeah, I was like, RX-7. I'll be there truck and trailer cash in hand ready to come get this car no questions asked and he was like all right come on by the time i get there he had fucking 40 other people messaging him about this car it had only been posted for a few hours whenever i saw it but i get there and like they have all these builds the kids got a rebuilt uh rebuilt title bronco that's fully restored 90s graphics and shit on it i'm like dude and then his dad's got like a fucking challenger old challengers and shit in there and like there's trinkets and stuff all over the wall in their shop and i look back in the corner it's like covered by shit there's a fucking model t yeah like genuine model t in fairly pristine condition just sitting in the corner stockpiled with a bunch of shit all over it (laughs) i was like whoa wait what is this where did you get this what happened he was like, well, truthfully, it's uh, like an heirloom. It just yeah, keeps getting passed down. down. I was that's like, cool. keep this motherfucker forever. Yeah, yeah. Use it as a bench in the shop, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we've done so. we've done some like tea bucket uh, builds. We Dude, I drove one the other day. It was a customer car, um, and we were doing some repair work on it. But it's like a blown 350 Chevy in like a tea bucket. And I don't oh, know cool. if you ever sat in one of those, but they're like, dude, they're, no. they're death traps, dude. There's like, there's no seatbelts. Yeah. The brakes usually suck. And this one had like 600 horsepower. It's like blown. You'd stop God on the gas bless. and you're like, oh, like, oh, geez. And I'm like trying to you turn. feel like the car is like, like oh, twisting man. itself. Yeah, but... dude, it's, it's, it's wild. I was like, this is a death trap, dude. Like, <laughs> this, this thing's like nuts. But like some old dude just drives it around like nothing, man. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it's wild. Hell yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Uh, let me make sure I didn't have anything else on that. Uh... Okay, no. Well, we're going to branch off into the Drift School finally. Cool. Um, so give me a rundown on the Drift School, why you started it, what it's there for, what it's been doing recently. Cool. Stuff like that. Um, well, why I started it. So I, I mean, that's kind of a, a multi-layered question. Um, yeah. Just... I started it 
honestly kind of selfishly because I wanted a place for me and the team to be able to practice locally. Um, and I didn't originally have the idea for like a school, but I wanted to find a, a location where we could go locally um, to practice and eventually hold like drift events. I wanted to bring drift events to St. George because like Vegas isn't too far, but there's there's a growing community of younger kids in St. George that are into drifting or that want to get into drifting, but they can't go to Vegas. Like they don't have a tow truck and a trailer and all, and they can't how, drive. How far was the drive again? It's like two hours. Two hours. It's yeah. not horrible, it's not but bad. I see the complications. Yeah, without but a for younger dudes that are just getting into it, that, ha- that are like dailying their S13, like they're not going to drive it to Vegas, drift it, and then drive it, drive it home, you know? Yeah. There's, you know, fuel entry fees. The barrier to entry is a little higher than they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started looking at looking for locations. Um, and I, I kind of just started thinking like, I got to a point with my driving where I, I was kind of like, like, what do I do now? Like my car's pretty much done. Like there's still little things I can tweak and I can add power and stuff, but like, I'm really comfortable in the car. I'm comfortable with my driving. I don't really have a strong desire to like go compete. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just, I enjoy doing like fun events and, and team, team tandem events yeah. and that kind of stuff. Um, so I was kind of in a spot where it's like, well, what do I want to do like in drifting, you know? Um, and I knew that I wanted to in some way give back to the community. Um, and so I was like, well, how can I do that? What's the best way to do that? And, and I guess in my mind, the best way to do that is to help grow the sport mm-hmm. and to help grow the sport. I have to introduce new people to the sport. Um, so I had the idea of why don't, why don't we do like a drift school? Um, and we can just teach people how to drift and hold little events if I find a a space to do that. Um, and so that's kind of where it came from. And we, we ended up finding a a space where we're super lucky that these guys like let us do it. Cause it's, so our, our lot for the school is behind this big warehouse. Um, and there's warehouses on both sides, but it's this giant lot. Um, and I approached the guy about it, the, the owner. Um, and he was like, honestly, super cool about it and was like that's actually really cool and um he was like is there going to be any you know damage to the asphalt or anything like that mm-hmm. and i was like well there's gonna be tire marks and he was like i don't really care about tire marks so like, okay yeah. cool but you know other than that no like you know um and we're real we're we're very i'm appreciative of all of our students and the, and the people that have come to the drift school because they're very respectful of the property that's good. um because the so they the owner also rents out um, sections of the lot for other businesses to use as storage. So there's like semi trucks, there's like a, a garage door company that has a bunch of equipment there. There's like storage containers. There's all sorts of different businesses on the perimeter of the lot. Mm. And so we basically have the center of the lot. So we have to be, I have to be very selective as far as like track layouts go to make sure we have enough runoff to where if something happens there, you know, we're not going to smash into someone else's equipment for their business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for like for for brand new drivers, I keep them in the center of the lot, and we do we do donuts and figure eights like right in the center, so they're they have plenty of room. Um, but yeah, everybody that's been coming has been super respectful. Like I tell them, like, hey, all this other stuff, like, don't touch any of it. Mm-hmm. You know, try to give yourself enough room when you're coming off the sweeper that you're not like you know hitting a cone into somebody's like truck or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, so that's been really good. Um, so yeah, we got. We got that. It's been awesome. We've been operating for about a year. Um, 
it was a year in October. We started last October. Awesome. Um, so we've been operating for a year and, and it's, it's been sweet, man. Like, like I originally was, well, I originally was hesitant because for myself, I was like, well, like, do I really have like the credentials to like start <laughs> a drift? You know what I mean? Like I'm not a yeah. pro FD again, driver. Yeah. Like I'm not a pro FD driver. I've never actually like really like won first place in any like competition or whatever. Um, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, like I've been driving for 13 years. Like yeah. I, I feel pretty comfortable with my abilities and, uh, and, and man, I mean, some of the FD drivers have only been driving for a couple of years, you know? Um, so I, so I, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, screw it. Like, I, I think I'm, I think I'm qualified enough to teach people how to yeah. do donuts and figure eights and, and figure it out. You're teaching people um, the basics. You don't have yeah. to be a genius to yeah. do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, so yeah, it's been great. Um, we have some students that have been, we have a couple of students that are, that are pretty advanced now, um, that have been coming to the school since like day one like we opened the doors they were like boom that weekend they were there and they've been there every day that mm -hmm. we've been open since then awesome and dude they are shredding now and it's super <laughs> cool to see with everyone it's super cool to see the progression because normally like people progress really fast like if like like after the first day they've pretty much got the basics like because i guess the difference is like ha like being able to go mess around get comfortable in the car come off track. I'll tell you certain things, mm -hmm. go back on track, do it again, come back off track. I'll talk to you some more, go back on track, do it again. And having that like repetition, that back to back to back yeah. and being able to like implement whatever instruction I give or whatever, um, is like super helpful with the progression, you know? And so it takes people about a day to get the basics. And then the second day, they're like out there ripping it, it clicks you know yeah and so it's super cool so most people come out for like a two-day course that's the luxury you have now yeah <laughs> dude in, in, i was yeah. out there winging it by myself yeah, me too then, i was like, in like randomly asking questions yeah i was in like church parking lots like trying not to get caught there was like a church okay, parking lot that, but there was like a church parking lot over by my friend's house and there were these <laughs> big light poles and I would like try and like figure eight in between the light poles this yeah. is like back in like i don't know 2006 but anyway, um, but yeah, so, so it's, it's been cool. Um, and we have quite a few students that, that are, uh, pretty loyal and they come out like every time we do a clinic day. That's um, cool. yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's grown a lot, like more so than I thought it would. Yeah. So that's been cool. We're actually, I'm working on, I'm supposed to have lunch with the guy next week after I get back, um, back home, but we're looking at a bigger location that's um that was that's my a next little, question yeah it's a little more usable like our lot now is fine but but we're a little constrained mm -hmm. um like i is said is it more of a track or is it still like a lot the new location yeah it's still just a big paved it's area big so it's okay, it's cool. it's part of an airport um oh. so our so the town um we have a brand new airport that was built like not too long ago maybe 5 6 years ago um, but the old airport in town, it's, a, it's actually like a super cool location because the old airport, it's on this plateau, like in the middle of our town. And it was kind of trippy. Like I, I've taken off there a couple of times, like back in the day. So the planes take off and, and the, the runway just like ends and then it's like a cliff. And so the planes like oh, take shit. off, like, and just the runway just ends and the plane will kind of dip and then take off. And it was, it's trippy, dude, <laughs> like taking off. Cause you're like, we're just driving Whoa. off a cliff and hopefully it. <laughs> you got enough lift what or whatever, you know? And so that's sketch. So yeah, it's on this like plateau in the middle of town. You can see the whole town from up there and there's like mountains in the background. It's, su it's super, I'm, 
I really hope we get this location because it's like Dude. super epic. Um, and so there's this big area at the end of the runway um, that I don't know what they were using it for. Maybe I, I guess just for planes, but um, but big paved area that connects to the runway. So we could use the runway for like big run ups, like a big yeah. sweeper or something. Um, but it's just it's a super cool location. Damn. So we're we're gonna I'm talking to the owner. Um, next week but he seems really into it like he's uh and it's funny so i called the company and i talked to just like a sales guy and he's like oh yeah you need to talk to so-and-so the owner he has a drift truck and <laughs> i was like what he has a drift and i was like wait i was like the owner of your company has a truck that he's building for drifting and he's like yeah and i was like yeah i need to talk to him so so he seems pretty open to it, um, but we're going to talk details and stuff um, next week, but I'm, I'm hoping we get it because um, it'd be, it'd be yeah. a cool move. And then we could hold, we could actually do Dude, events. buying in, a, in like an old airport would be fucking sick. Yeah, it's cool. Oh it's, my God. And it's huge, man. The runway is huge. Like, I mean, yeah. obviously it's, a, you know, um, but it's a, yeah, it's a cool area. So hopefully that goes through and we move up there and then we could do events. We could have spectators. Cause we get a lot of people like even right now at, at our lot that will drive by and like be like, what's going on over there? And then they'll come, you know, they'll like be standing at the gate, like looking, you know? Yeah. And so I want to, I want to get to a point where we can allow spectators and do ride alongs and stuff. Um, and then I think it'd be really cool to do like student competitions too. Um, going back to the Z's, I want, I want to buy a Z, maybe two Z's for the school and like set them up exactly the same. Mm -hmm. and then have student competitions in the two Z's. Cause I think that'd be cool to showcase, you know, the student's ability and eliminate yeah. any like, you know, car setup variables. Um, I think that'd be really cool and just use them as rental cars. If people, cause I, I turn down a yeah. lot of people that want to come out, but they don't have a car. Um, cause right now yeah, it's just like I a bring your own sucks. car kind of thing, you know? So we're limited to people that have, mm -hmm drift capable cars uh, i'm glad that that's becoming more of a thing where people are starting to have cars for rent especially yeah. the drift hq dude they've oh, got yeah. so many cars you yeah. can rent mm -hmm. yeah and then like ebisu now yeah has you can side rent cars. X that has multiple cars you can rent yeah. for fairly cheap yeah honestly yeah i was looking at it uh, a few days ago just to like see what the prices were yeah it's so cheap yeah yeah but, i don't yeah yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have to figure out the pricing, but but I wanted to keep it. And that was the thing too when I when I started the school, I was like I really don't I don't really care all that much about making money off of it. I just mm -hmm. want to like have a place where we can come shred and grow the sport. Yeah. So we keep it pretty um affordable, you know, cuz again, like I want That I seems want... to be the going mindset for event hosts. Yeah, yeah. I have yet to see someone that's realistically in it just to make a profit. Yeah. Uh, which I don't think, uh, like Nick Swan said on his podcast, drifting takes care of itself. So if you're yeah. like, if you're here for solely that reason, I think it'll eat you alive, anyways. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You have to. Ha there has to be the, the passion, you know, like mm -hmm. like, and so I think a lot of guys that that run events are passionate about drifting. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it because it's like you said, like a lot of times you don't really make much money off of it. Yeah. Um, I think it's because drifting isn't publicized as much yet. Yeah, it's getting there though. So, it's getting there. Once it gets up there, like NASCAR and stuff, it'll mm -hmm. be a little bit more of a headache. But yeah, that we've got a long ways to go before it's that yeah. big. <laughs> Formula Drift is helping though. Like I remember when Formula Drift like first came out. I would argue that 
Driftmasters is the oh, dude. more. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Sage, Driftmasters, all of you, I love you guys. I love Formula Yeah, Drift. Driftmasters is... I might get roasted for this, but Driftmasters is much more entertaining than Formula Drift. Like, like yeah. by far. Not just because they got fireworks shooting off when you're coming around the corner, but... Um, but no, the, but the, yeah, that is why. Right, you're right. Like the they driving, put, they take the extra steps to add those little tiny details yeah. to make sure that just the average normal person yeah. can be into it. You don't yeah. have to be into drifting or cars in general. Yeah. yeah. We watched it the other day and I was showing her like, look, like this is awesome. Like you come around the corner and there's fireworks and fire and like, sm- like it's nuts. Dude. Yeah. Neon lights and like. You got big jump a, stunt riders coming out. It's and a shit production too. for sure. Um, but the driving is awesome. The cars are awesome. The announcers are awesome. Like it's, it's, they do very well. Mm. Um, and even stuff like the LZ world tour, like that stuff is like super well produced too. He's changing drifting with Oh that, yeah. In my oh, yeah. opinion. Uh, I've been talking about that a lot recently where a lot of these big payout events, they're withering away mm-hmm. and events are going to start branching more towards that and LZ style mm-hmm. where it's a competition, but. Yeah, it's just who a cares fun... about the competition? Yeah, exactly. Like that, and what blew my mind was when Nate said that like, they don't even tell you what you win. Like they give you <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the, that's like cool. the gist of it. But yeah. like he genuinely thought he won a fucking skateboard deck, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. And then ta da, free trip to Ireland. Yeah, to come drive. That's like, awesome. Dude, insane. Yeah. Which that's obviously at a completely different level than any of us can comprehend. Yeah, but. Yeah, I, I think a lot more event hosts are going to be taking after that. Yeah, because it's it's and you're right. It's it's doing a lot for the sport. Like it's it's helping grow the sport immensely. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, events like that are are super cool. And I'm glad they're starting to become more normal. You know, yeah. um, Adam LZ is doing a lot. Driftmasters is doing a lot. Formula Drift is too for those more, you know, competitive, the more competitive people yeah. that want to get into drifting. It's the white collar of drifting. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad that it's becoming more normalized now. And do I you think plan on doing any type of comp events or anything like that? Like any, sure, like just I guess the way LZU does it. Cause, I mean, it's so it's so perfect. They get done with a run, they come up, they have their little interview mm-hmm. and their little talk, and yeah, then they great. do their donuts. Yeah, and then as soon as that's done, the next person's ready to go. Yeah. there's no downtime. Yeah, it's like. Dude, that's so good. Yeah. That's just, it keeps it so entertaining. Yeah. I would love to do, so if we get the airport property, I would love to host like local events and, you know, bring guest drivers and stuff like that. Um, But, but to have like, like I said, again, do like a student competition where we can highlight, because we have a pretty good roster of students right now. Um, And it would be really cool to like have them do their own comp. And you know, showcase Dude, all even of that. if it's just a best qualifying run of the day, yeah, or even single runs, like it doesn't necessarily have to be tandems, you know, like yeah, exactly. we could do, yeah, we could just do, you know, um, like a single drift comp. Um, but I, I want to see I more style wanna, events come I up. definitely want to do tandems, yeah, I want more style stuff, team yeah. tandem, yeah, competitions, that's where it's those at. are team tandem dude, events are like, how, how can you like, not smile? Like, doing final bout is epic. And yes. it has been since like day one. It's awesome. And like, and, and they're doing a lot too. Like, like I think people are really starting to see that formula drift isn't the only direction you, you can go in drifting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for a long time, it's like, 
it was like, you know, if you want to get into drifting, you got to go pro and you got to go to Formula Drift and that's it. Yeah. And now no it's designated like. designated top tier. Yeah. And now it's like, you can do, there are so many things you can do with drifting. You can go do this comp event. You can do this fun event. You can do, there's, drift, drifting's pretty much everywhere now in the States. Like, I think drifting is in every state. Maybe not, I don't know about like Maine or whatever. Like, maybe there's drifting in yeah. Maine, but you know what I mean? But like, for the most part, like it's all over the United States. So if you live in whatever state, there's probably a drifting organization there and there's probably like some cool events that are yeah. going on there. And then you have like the, the really cool big events like grid life is awesome. Like we went to, we've been to a couple of those out in Colorado. I need to go to one. It's so, so fun, bad. dude. It's so cool. And Nick, Nick Swan, I mean, he's a big part of that obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, they're cool events. Yeah. And there's been like a lot of little, like, um, like I don't want to say spin-off events of grid life, but similar events now, like Fuel Fest, it's the same thing, like music festival mm-hmm. with drifting and stuff. Um, and there's like slush motorsports. Uh that's like kind of I think more of a Colorado thing, but um We just had a slush motorsports here. Oh really? Uh, oh, okay. At NSF. Yeah. So yeah. similar, you know. Um but everybody, that was you know the first time I had ever actually kind of heard of them. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, they're they're pretty new. Um but same, you know, similar to grid life in that they're bridging music and drifting, um, which is really cool. I think it makes a lot of sense, you yeah. know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's cool the way, the direction that drifting is going now because it used to just be like formula yeah. drift, you know? So what, it, what is something that's happening now that you wish would change for the future in drifting? Mm. Um, professional drift cars coming down in power, <laughs> like <laughs> like yeah, a thousand horsepower is cool, but like, yeah. dude, like you don't really, yeah, it's super unnecessary. And and even and and like as a driver too, like getting smoked out sucks. Like when you're following somebody and then you're like, cool, I can't see shit. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It's horrible. So it, you know, and I you know I get like with however much wheel speed, you know, you're gonna have more smoke, but but if like i want to see more comps that are i guess not necessarily like have a horsepower cap but that are geared towards cars with you know 400ish horsepower mm-hmm. 500ish horsepower cuz that's all you need like you don't once you get over 500 horse like why you know yeah i i i would like if i don't know how realistic this would even be but having horsepower caps mm-hmm. per level yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, pro one, shoot for the stars. Yeah, if you want. thousand horsepower. It's like, cool. completely run yourself out and yeah. like screw yourself with too much horsepower. Go yeah. for it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, pro spec, you've got let's say six fifty cap. Yeah. And then pro am, you've got five hundred cap. Yeah. Like that just yeah. seems right. Like yeah. we're regulating the tires, which is cool, but like, right. If you regulate weight versus horsepower, I. F- feel like that would work better than just, than just tires. tire. Yeah, exactly. Because you can you can make a lot of adjustments if you're just regulating tire. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. There's got to yeah, be a little bit more structure to it somehow. Yeah. And I ha- and yeah, it's just, you know, different classes I think, but but I think but like with drifting like it's watching two 400 horsepower cars go at it to me is just as entertaining as watching 2000 horsepower cars go at it. Mm-hmm. Like the difference really is just like more smoke and like maybe a little more speed, but depending on the track, not so much, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I think, I think the, the, I think formula drift has its place and there are people that really enjoy seeing these crazy machines with a thousand horsepower 
do their thing. But, um, but yeah, I would like to see more competitive drift events with lower horsepower cars. Um, yeah, just because it's, I don't know, it's just as entertaining. Yeah. But as a driver, like you're not getting smoked out. You're not, you know, blowing through a set of tires on one lap. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But that's just me. I'm old school, man. Like, I, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I was drifting in, like, a 150-horsepower KA car, and, like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. You know? So. We didn't hardly know what angle kits even were. No, there was no angle kits. It was it was rough Simpler back in the times. day, dude. Simpler times. So, <laughs> yeah, keep it simple. Uh, so how many, if, if you could take a wild guess on how many people you think you've introduced yourself to drifting? Oh, not that many. Um, I don't know, man. Well, what do you, I mean, just with the school or like in my whole life? Like, Let's say with the school. With the school, 50 or so, maybe that's, more. That's, you said that's not a lot. That's yeah. that's more than the average person would ever yeah, sure. be able to influence. Sure. Yeah. So. And, we're, and like I said, like we're growing. It's definitely um, a lot of the stuff that we post on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, um, I think, in our, especially in our like relatively small town we're we're catching a lot of eyeballs for yeah. sure um and people are wanting to a lot of people just want to come out and watch to be honest like mm-hmm. we have, there's a lot of car guys that's in good because that that's not a very watch. common thing yeah and it's and it's like i said seeing it in person is a whole different thing than watching a video online like you yeah. when you're standing there and the car comes at you sideways 60 miles an hour you're like oh shit, this is nuts you know what i mean <laughs> so a lot of a lot of guys that come to our clinic days are like whoa yeah, you know, this yeah. is cool. When you first started hosting them, what were some of the um, some of the mistakes you made? Some stuff you had to change to kind of make things run a little smoother. Um, just learning how to instruct people, you know, because yeah. it's it's easy to say like, "Oh, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong." Um, and so there's so I have another instructor. Uh, his name's Dom. He's been driving for about the same amount of time as I have. He has an RB20 S13 fucking tight Um, yeah it's a cool car yeah um and so he helps a lot too because he's very um he's more like analytical and so the way he explains things sometimes clicks with different people Mm -hmm. um so like you know like for example like i'll be i'll just be like dude like you're coming out of the corner you need to mash on the throttle or whatever yeah and he'll come out and say hey in this section you need to give it 30 percent more throttle in this section, you need 50% more throttle. Mm-hmm. And so some things, you know, people learn different ways. So some things he says will click better with certain people. Um, so having him around is cool too. But yeah, learning to to instruct people on how to kind of break down the building blocks of drifting mm-hmm. um, was was difficult at first. Um, but I think we're I think we're doing pretty well well with it now. Um, going in a year, so you got to be doing something. Yeah, right, yeah. So. And like I said, it's like, like really we just start with the basics. We, we teach you how to do a donut, like a, a complete controlled donut. Yeah. And then we move on to yeah. a figure eight, which just really just teaches you how to transition. Mm. Um, and then we'll do J turns. And once you can do like a J turn into a donut, into a figure eight, like that's pretty much like you, you got it, you know? Yeah. And then, and then we move on to, um, how to actually initiate into a corner, carry the drift throughout the corner, you know, and, and keep going yeah so just step it up from there yeah hell yeah well um so when someone comes up to you that doesn't have a car yet Mm -hmm. has that ever happened oh yeah okay so what are what are the main things you suggest for them to do when they get their car before they come to the track um normally people will say what kind of car do i need um and for the most part i tell them 
watch the pocket. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, I tell them like anything that's rear wheel drive and manual and has a locking diff. So that can be Mm. 240s, Miatas. I recommend 350Zs a lot. I'm like, just go buy a 350Z because they're, they're easy. And And they're pretty, they're pretty set up from the factory. Like you don't have to do much if you get. Any of them except for the base model. Coilovers on it. Weld the diff. Yeah. Take the bump stops out. If you've got the money, throw a hydro in. Yeah. That's all you need to do. And so I I recommend these a lot. Um, But yeah, rear wheel drive manual. And then, yeah, it's basically what you just said. I said, you know, first thing you need to do is figure out the diff. If it's Mm -hmm. got an LSD, that's probably okay for a while. No, I would say no in a Z. Go ahead and weld that. Yeah. The LSDs and Zs and Gs are, they they don't lock as well as you would expect. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I've. I don't think. But I've they're ever, weldable. Just yeah, I, say, I don't think I've ever driven holes, one man. with an LSD. I think the, all the ones I've driven have had a welded. But yeah, um, welded so, yeah. open if you can is the what I go. would suggest. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's good to know. Um, so yeah, I'll say you know suggest welded diff, coilovers, and a good seat for starters. You know, seats. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because um, you don't want to be sliding around and stuff. Um, but yeah, a lot of the students that have been coming have pretty well set up like little street. I tell them like, I'm jealous, dude. Like my car is <laughs> crazy. You know, like we Just have go a sit in my car. Like we have a, st- yeah, we have you a realize how good like, you got it right yeah, now. He's got a BRZ. That's like pretty much stock. He's got like exhaust, uh, knuckles. That's a car that still blows my mind seeing on track as a BRZ. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but they still seem way too new. Yeah. Yeah. They still they they seem too nice. Yeah. Yep. Which they're not. But, but he's, like, he's chilling, dude. He's, he's like got ACs, like listening to the radio and like shredding, vibes, you know, bro. and I'm like, dude, this thing is sweet, you know? Um, so yeah. And, they, and again, like, you don't really got to do much. Weld the diff, throw some coilovers on it and do yeah. some, do some angle mods if you want. That's pretty much it. Oh yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, I guess we'll branch off into the best piece of advice you got for anyone just getting into drifting then. Or is, does come, that basically just cover it? Come to our school. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Plug yourself real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah, what we've been talking about, just get a car that's, that's you know, rear-wheel drive manual, has a locking diff. Um, and don't worry about, I think a lot of people getting into the sport worry about, like, they, they see all the pros and, like, all these crazy YouTubers and, like, you know, crazy built cars, and they think, like, oh, I can't do that because I I – that costs a lot of money and I got to build a car like this and you really don't have to, you don't need to build a crazy car. Like you can have a very simple car. And when you have a car that's, that's simple and pretty OEM, um, the cost really goes down. Like Miata's like shred out there all day on the same set of tires and they have a blast. And same thing with like the, the BRZs and the FRSs and stuff, similar story. Like they don't eat through tires that bad. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say that the um, the barrier to entry um, doesn't have to be so high. Yeah. Like a lot of people think, like like I said, like oh that's costs a lot of money, which it does if you're at a certain level. You know, if you've got a crazy you know 650 horsepower car, you're gonna you're gonna spend a lot of money on tires. You're gonna break yeah. stuff, like you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to be like that. You can have fun in a pretty stock car for yeah. like a long time, and then if you want to build something crazy do it whatever but figure out how much work you want to do before during well yeah while you're at the event (laughs) yeah and there's and like i said earlier like there's so many options now for 
like good chassis, like 350Zs, FRSs, BRZs, yeah. Miatas, Dude, 240s, and you can find them. I'm, oh yeah, yeah, I'm more totally, the S550 yeah, totally than I skipped ever over, totally skipped life. over Mustangs. Yeah, Mustangs, like all like. There's so many cars now that are options for yeah. drifting that are like really good chassis. Um, that like, man, like we got it good now, man. Like I said, like back in the day, there was like three chassis mm-hmm. and no parts, and now there's like any chassis you want, and there's parts everywhere for them. Oh, yeah, except FCs. Nobody makes anything for FCs, yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> of course. Oh, but yeah, all right. Uh, well, so back at it, yeah, back at it. I wanted to bring this up. I had a one of the subscribers sent me this. It's a I don't I don't think he fully has a website or anything yet. Um, but he makes these oh, like nice. carbon fiber resin gear shifters. He like put my logo on it, but um like it's it's not your normal carbon fiber weave. That's it's so- like just strips check it out. Oh yeah, it's not sick. very weighted or anything, but like and you can you can tell like the the mold is a little a little off like it's sweet though definitely have to work on the mold but like it's it's actually the the weave of the, it's not weave that's what keeps throwing it's me like off the, it's, it's like, like the just, forged carbon kind of look yeah it's like flakes of carbon fiber just yeah that's cool dumped in a pile it's really sick and he's like he's trying to I guess make these the packaging was really good you get your little yeah like sunglass type yeah I'd rock it thing, that's, cool. that's super cool. Yeah, Put I figured I'd show him it. off. His name is uh, Suspect TV or uh, wait, Suspected underscore TV on Instagram. Um, I don't know if he's going to be making a full on website or anything where you can order these. But if you're interested in one, just hit him up on Instagram. But yeah, I just want to yeah, show cool. that off because that was really cool. He sent it to me out of kindness. I dig and it. I like carbon fiber. Should it look good. I'm I don't a, know if I'm I a... even want to put it in the car, dude. I'm just like this. I want to put it on like a sim rig or something. Yeah. When I finally yeah, get a get, sim rig, <laughs> it'll get torn up. Yeah. In the car, probably. Or make I'm it a, some type of display. I'm a ricer at heart, though. I like carbon fiber stuff. I mean, <laughs> you know? see, I I'm weird about carbon fiber. I don't. I don't hate when people do like they wrap trim and stuff. Yeah, all of the, yeah, the skirts a, and a, shit are carbon fiber. I don't really like yeah, that. I'm not I think a fan that of looks that, tacky, but. but yeah, check them out if you want to. If you want one of those, um, but let me get back to. So, yeah, but that's that's all we got. So if you want to uh, plug yourself for school or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Drift School is, it's called Scoundrels Drift Clinic. Um, and we're, so it's it's just that on Instagram, Scoundrels Drift Clinic. Um, the team page is Team Scoundrels. My personal Instagram is FC Pilot, which I'll probably change, like we said. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, um yeah shout out to uh all the students that have been coming thank you guys so much um we c- obviously couldn't do it without you guys um shout out dylan kyle jeff um harris um i'm forgetting people but those are the main boys um yeah. and uh yeah all of our sponsors Fortunato, um tire streets um vegas drift drift Wrath, um max boost comic um Fantastic Voyages Unlimited. He's the guy that did our liveries. Um, nice. And yeah, I think that's all I got. Hell yeah. Well, cool. 
I sure appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. This this was cool. This is a super cool setup. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, if any of you guys want to come on, of course, don't forget you can email me. uh, But that'll actually always be in the description. Uh, And, of course, if you want to be on the park or want to be the highlight of the outro. I'm twisting my words now. (laughs) Don't get it twisted, (laughs) man. But, um, yeah, if you want to be the highlight, don't forget you can make a reel and tag me in it and... Most one with the most likes gets the outro. But that's all we got. So hit the subscribe button and the bell notification and stick around because every Sunday we've got a new episode for you. So that's it for this one. See you next week. Peace. Boom. Hell yeah. Thanks, dog. Sure. Thanks. Staying way up, up, up to the ceiling Trust no bitch, can't catch no feelings I've been taking long flights from the bay to Ibiza Hit home runs, I'm a ball like Jita I just want fuck, 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 then I leave her I'm a young pop star, call the boy Justin Bieber Got a little money if you want, I can teach you Whole life a movie, you can watch it in theater Staying way up, up, up to the ceiling Trust no bitch, can't catch no 